Well, hi there and welcome. It's Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you on EWTN Radio. I am Jerry Escher, back after a couple days. Debbie held things down, and you, the Take-Two family, had a couple of great shows, but it's good to be back with Debbie Giorgiani, and we have the show team with us. Wonderful group of folks who are always helping us out. Our producer is Ace McKay. Matt Gabensky is on the calls. Michael McCall is on social media today. And Debbie, today we're talking about something everybody will have something to discuss, I think. Absolutely, Jerry. And yes, the Take-Two family kept me company. They were wonderful. They blew Mm -hmm. up the phone lines, as always. You guys are incredible, but I need you to do it today as well, because it's our monthly all about relationships. And that means every single relationship we can pretty much discuss here today during this wonderful live broadcast. So your relationship with your spouse, your children, your grandchildren, your friends, your relatives, your fellow parishioners, your pets, and how about your most important relationship? with God. So call in and let's talk all about relationships today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie, 833-288-3986. And Jerry, we're already getting messages on Facebook. Hi, you guys and YouTube, waving to you, getting your chats going. You guys are awesome. So call in 833-288-3986. We would love to have you be part of the program today. You know how it works if you've been a listener for any length of time. You call in. Matt Gabinski screens your calls quickly, gets you put up into the queue on the board there, and we take you typically in the order in which you call. So if you have a relationship that you would like to discuss, maybe it's a great relationship and you just want to tell us how you maintain that wonderful relationship with someone you know or love, or maybe if there's one that's not quite what you'd like it to be, we don't have to get names and all the you know the details everything from you, but we can talk about that. Debbie and I are life coaches, especially Debbie. She's got a lot of great experience in this area. So feel free to call us up today and uh, let us see what we can do together on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie at 833-288-EWTN. That's 833-288-3986. Okay, so that is the number to call. Please start dialing now, 833-288-3986 to talk about any relationship. Maybe you have a question. Maybe you have a problem. Maybe there's something going on you'd like to talk about. We are here to help. We're here to put you in the prayer book. We can pray for anybody you want to, specifically by first name. Absolutely. We believe in the power of prayer. So please fill those phone lines. And wait a minute, you don't have to be Catholic to call in. If you are listening to us, if you hear the sound of our voices, you are part of the Take-Two family. Let's go. This is your opportunity, your platform, a safe, very friendly platform. Well, we think we're friendly. Last I checked, people have told us we're friendly. So here you go, 833-288-3986. I think we're friendly. We know you, the Take-Two family, you're very friendly. We love getting you together with us here on the broadcast if you want to... um, like Debbie said, if you're watching on the video streams, you can post your chats there. You can always email take2 at EWTN.com. Um, I'm not sure that the uh, All About Relationships show lends itself all that well to, to emails simply because when we talk relationships, there's a lot of details. But if you can keep it uh, concise, you are more than welcome to email us at that address, take2 at EWTN.com. The show's website is right. available 24 hours a day, seven days a week at take2show.com. And during the course of the broadcast, the live broadcast, you can uh, send in your comments or your questions there as well. And there's also a 24-hour prayer button there 
We believe in prayer. You know that if you're a listener to the program. Debbie has the prayer book out all the time. So mm-hmm. we're always adding names and intentions into that prayer book and lifting them up before the Lord. But today, all about relationships. We have phone lines. A couple of them still are open. One of them may be waiting for you. God might be holding a line for you, in fact. Mm-hmm. 833-288-3986. And I was chuckling, Jerry, because you're, you're spot on. You know, we love getting your emails, which are wonderful, but they're, they're, you know, you put all the details in which we need in order to understand the situation better, but it's kind of hard to put that on air because we have to go very, very quickly in this brief hour we get to spend with one another. So here's a better uh, option for you. Call us. Let's talk about it. Let's see if we can have you walk away from this uh, program just a, a, with a better understanding, a better outlook, a better perspective. So we're here to help. We are, we are trying to really work out and, and work together as the mystical body of Christ. You can help us with your call because we are all together in this body of Christ. So please don't sit this out. Don't think somebody else is going to make that call for you. We need you. 833-288-3986. We really, all of us want our relationships to be the best they can be because that makes life the best that it can be. And the reality of it is we are all human. We have that human nature, what is called concupiscence. That's kind of a tendency toward, you know, sin and, and disorder and things like that in our lives. And sometimes we say things, we might do things, we might infer things, you know, that uh, people take the wrong way. And a, a relationship that you, maybe you thought was in great shape might take a little bit of a bad twist or turn. And maybe you're confused about that. You want to talk through something like that. Maybe it's been a long time. Debbie, we hear about, unfortunately, long, long, long duration estrangements, you know, and mm-hmm. people aren't quite really mm-hmm. sure what to do about that. But You know, if there's any way that something could be discussed between you, the Take-Two family, and us here on the program that could help to bring about a reconciliation or a healing of a relationship, then it is time very well spent, and we always rely on the Holy Spirit to be the guide in our conversation. So what would you like to discuss? 833-288-3986. We have certain set programs during the month that you have requested, and one of them is, is this exact one, all about relationships. You wanted, we, it's like kind of a catch-all. You wanted to talk about relationships, but we couldn't figure out, you know, exactly where to place it. So we dedicate one show a month. This is it. So let's go. Don't wait. Don't think there's going to be another all about relationship show tomorrow. It's today. It's now. Please make that call. If you feel prompted by the spirit, pick up the phone. Matt Kabinsky's very, very nice to talk to. 833-288-3986. We always encourage you to start very foundational, meaning we can talk about your relationship with you. You know, maybe you don't Mm. like yourself that much, or maybe you don't have, you know, low self-esteem, low self-worth, something like that. Maybe maybe your sense of self-worth is great. You know, let's talk about that. But also the most foundational relationship is with our Lord Jesus Christ, and from that should flow all of our other relationships. So we can talk about faith relationships, family relationships, work, any, any kind of relationship that you want. Matt Kubinski is waiting. We have one line open if you want to get out of the first group of callers here at 833-288-3986. It is Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you all about relationships today. Please join us.
glad that you're there for us, for us here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie talking all about relationships here on this broadcast of the program on this Thursday. A couple of great saints whose feast day we're going to reference at the end of the program. I'm Jerry Usher along with Debbie Giorgiani. We're going to get to you because it's your show in a moment. Just want to mention that there is, get this, drumroll please, new scientific evidence for the existence of God by Jose Carlos Gonzalez Hurtado. Uh, this is a, it's a book, actually. You need to challenge, you need the book, I should say, to challenge atheists and agnostics to defend their ideologies logically and rationally and to fortify your own beliefs. The book is New Scientific Evidence for the Existence of God, and it's available now at EWTNRC.com. Again, the author is Jose Carlos Gonzalez Hurtado. It's, uh, you can buy Catholic and shop EWTNRC.com. We encourage you to do that. Anything you're looking for that has to do with the faith, God, our Lord, the Church, the Saints, Mary, all of those, check EWTNRC.com first because you're very likely going to find it there. Okay, we had a call drop off. If you want to um, call back, I believe it was Joe. Uh, Joe, if you're listening, go ahead and call back 833-288-3986. But I picked up the comment um, that uh, Matt Gabinski put on the screen. And so I'll address it in a general way, Joe, if you can't call back about um, estrangements with siblings. And we can talk about that as well. But Jerry, let's go to Diane, who's up first. Um, and Diane is a first-time caller from Columbia, South Carolina, on Catholic Radio in South Carolina. Hi, Diane. Hi. How you doing, Debbie? I'm great. So we're, we are doing really well today. I don't know whether I am a victim of scrupulosity or what, but um, a few months ago I was talking with a priest. Right before leaving, he asked me, Do you love God? I said, yes, but then I got to thinking about it. I am a retired person, and I'm wondering, if I really love God, wouldn't I spend like 95% of my day praying? You mean you, you'd, you'd want to spend time with the with the person you love, correct? Correct. Okay. Okay. So I don't, I don't disagree with that priest that you spoke to. I think that was, that was a, a good question, a, a solid question to ask, because we know from the Baltimore Catechism, why were we created to know, love and serve God, right? Um, but I would ask this question, and maybe just if you could um, pray about this and just think about it deeply. Do you trust God? Do you trust God? Because that's what he wants from us is complete trust. And once we develop that trust, the love just kind of explodes inside of us because to trust somebody, you feel extremely what? Safe. You feel safe. You feel protected. You feel cared for. That is, it's, that's just a beautiful sense of love. What do you say to that, Diane? Um, yeah, I, I agree. And that's why I go back and forth because some friends of mine are deeply involved with marriage encounter and that's i'm just wondering you know i mean a mature love knows that you can't spend a hundred percent of your time with the person you love yeah if i can just offer a couple thoughts i would say i'm definitely diane I think it's St. Paul in the Bible um, exhorts us, you know, one of, it's in, it, I think it's St. Paul, but pray without ceasing. You know, we're, we're to pray without ceasing. But what does that mean? 
you know, we can make our entire life a prayer. We can be praying 100% of the time, but that doesn't mean we are sitting down or kneeling down, our hands folded, a Bible in our hands, a rosary on our fingers. It doesn't have to be that. We should do all of those things and plenty of them, but that isn't really what pray without ceasing means. I would just ask you, Diane, a, a few questions. You know, do you sleep? Yes. Do you eat? Sure. Do you do laundry? Uh, yes. Okay. I, I'm not praying into your life. I'm just trying to make a point that no, these are no, moments when no. you're not going to be, you know, I, I would say explicitly praying, but you can be in your mind and in your heart. You can be offering each and every one of those things to God. So like I say, you don't need to be scrupulous about this. Even cloistered, you know, priests and monks and religious sisters and brothers, um, they have times when they're not, you know, explicitly engaged in prayer, if you will, if I can put it that way. But, you know, their hearts are always inclined toward God. I think that's the key is just if you have that that heart disposition toward God, which it sounds like you do, Diane, then I would be very much at peace of mind if I were you. Does that right. Sound all right. Well, you know, I mean, sometimes, I, like you said, I think I'm being scrupulous, and then other times I think, you know, that Satan is really pushing that button on me. And uh, but then I also want to do what I'm supposed to do to show God that I love him. Right. Right. So you're saying like with with scrupulosity, fears and doubt and stuff like that. Yeah, of course, the demons will play on that, of course. And those are not of God. And so we've got to reject those things and and know what um, to remind ourselves what is true. Jesus, we trust in you, you know, remind ourselves of the truth. One other thing I would suggest, Diane, is just a five minute, very short meditation on a a crucifix that you may have in in your home or a better uh the holy face devotion look if you want to go ahead and look it up it is a spiritual game changer diane the holy face devotion especially we're coming up on lent so you know work work on that just about five minutes and you'll see that god tends uh, tends to just open up you get a real sense of clarity on on where you are at with god what do you say to that diane that sounds great. Thank you so much for all of your encouragement and advice. Well, it sounds like you have something that I wish I had and all of us had, Diane, and that is a heart truly after God. You really want to be with Him, pray, spend time with Him, and grow in your love for Him. So thank you. Pray for, for all of us that we can do the same because you sounds like she has a beautiful heart, Debbie. I wanted to share, uh, Joe, uh, I was unable to call back, but Joe had a... Um situation with a sibling and it, it's um they're estranged and and get talking with one another has become difficult uh they don't really want to communicate with each other you know sometimes it's it can be there can be a healthy separation the one thing we don't want to do is lose connection and what do i mean by that we can have connection from a distance we can have connection through prayer we can have connection through mass having masses said for each other we can have connection through the guardian angels keep the connection okay it it, it may be um, a very different feeling. It's not like a physical connection, like when you see each other at an event or a family gathering, but keep the spiritual connection and let, and let God do his, his work and ask our lady who loves us the, the most. She's our spiritual mom. She loves us. So go to our lady, lady undoer of knots. I would very much recommend that for all, uh, sibling situations that are, that are very difficult right now. Okay, great. We're going to go back to your calls. There is a line open, 
288-2888-3986. If there is a relationship that you're involved in with God, with the church, with yourself, family, spouse, kids, brothers, sisters, co-workers, anything like that you want to talk about, this is the time, this is the place, 833-288-3986. Rachel, hang on in Denver. You're right after Pat in Delaware County, Pennsylvania, listening on Alexa. Hi, Pat. Thank you for calling. I have been affected by alcoholism uh, in, in my family. I don't drink, but I have been affected by alcoholism. And uh, right now, I've been I've been sick for a while. Um. Uh, so the alcoholism has set me up into a attitude where I have a hard time showing that I care. But since I've been sick, my children have been taking care of me. And I really don't know how to say thank you to them for the way that they are. I, I just never expected them to take care of me. I thought that I was really going to have to face it alone. I'm legally blind. I'm losing my hearing. And I've come down with, uh, uh, after being in the hospital with COVID, mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time walking. That also uh, showed that I had heart trouble. Anyway... Um, so anyway, my kids, uh, have been making the time to come and, uh, making like very easy, easy for me. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. don't know. How do I show that in gratitude sure. and how do I show the, um, sure. Well, that I really care. Yeah, Pat. There's a couple things you can do, and they're and they're um, they don't take uh, much time, but they have a very lasting impact with with adult children. We know this because of the life coaching ministry we do. We hear from adult children all the time. Do you know that one little tiny post-it note from a parent to an adult child they will they will keep that, put it in their desk, and keep it forever. So the tiniest little note written down just saying, I just want to let you know from my heart how much I appreciate you. And here's what I can do for you. I can have masses said for you. I can pray for you on a daily basis that God will abundantly bless you. I don't know how to repay you for the love you've shown your mother, but I can do it through prayer and ask God to constantly bless you. Those things written down, I almost can guarantee you, your children will keep them forever, Pat. You don't have to buy big things and, and try to, to prove some way that you love them. You're, you, you're very blessed. They love their mother. It's very obvious. And you love your children. So just letting them know that and, and writing it down on a small card if you can do it or even, even saying, hey, let me leave a message on your, on your phone and just let it go to voicemail and, and, and saying it on a voicemail. They'll save that forever. I, I do pray for them all the time. I do. I already do. I just have to write it out. Yeah, I think that will work. Are they people of of faith, Pat, practicing their faith, your family members that you're talking about? Not all of them. Not all, some of them, okay. I have four children. Well, I have three children now. One died. Mm, But uh, uh, I uh, I appreciate what you said because I didn't think about that. I do pray for them. I pray them the rosary and the divine mercy chaplet every day for them sure and if i see that they're in bad health or whatever uh bad situations i do pray for that uh during my day and you know little prayers here and there uh maybe if i see a relationship problem i'll 
ask God, uh, I'll ask Blessed Mother to pray and uh, for the for the wife, and and then you know ask God to pray for the husband that he would understand, and that the one prayer that I did say about my one son because um, he um, he got married and he kept on uh, coming back, and his wife was a little bit jealous because he spent so much time with me. I did pray that they would love each other, uh, and they did. They they got closer. They really did get closer. And that, those were little prayers each and every day, in and out. of. I, I always think about them. Uh, so now I just need to write the note, because mm-hmm. it's, it's, they've been a part of my life for more than 50 years, and for 50 years I, I have prayed but I keep it to myself. I just, I always thought that bragging about how much you pray for somebody does not make, uh, uh, it's not good. So that I don't yeah. tell them that I pray for them. Yeah. But, but when a mother and a father prays for their children in that sense, that you want blessings for them, you want God to shower them with graces and love and everything and be in God's favor, that feels so good as a, as a child. It feels wonderful. It feels protected. It feels loved. What do you say to that, Jerry? Oh, absolutely, Pat. I, I would say don't hesitate to let them know you're praying for them. It's not bragging. You know, you're not you're not stripping the prayers of, of any graces or efficaciousness because of, you know, by letting them know that you're praying for them. In fact, it could be a good thing because when they hear that, you know, they could be then kind of, I, w- I don't want to say maybe expecting, you know, to receive God's blessings and graces. And, and I'll tell you this, you know, um, grace will come into their lives, Pat, because of what they're doing for you. Because one, um, we're going to be judged on how much we loved and if you just said you made the comment you know when you were when you're sick especially you didn't you didn't realize how much that they loved you and the second thing is you know the fourth commandment honor your father mm-hmm. and your mother mm-hmm. um when we're obedient to god god that's the most pleasing thing any created human person could do in the eyes of god is be obedient to his will especially when it involves the care of other people and in particular our parents those who brought us into the world so your kids, by loving you and taking care of you, are really, they're piling up a treasury of graces for themselves. Um, it may take a little bit of time for those things to unfold, but I think you can expect that, Pat. You can be very expectant that God is going to bless and grace and, and turn their hearts around in whatever ways he knows best. God knows what they need, Pat. And we're going to be praying for you. I'm sure Debbie's already got you in the prayer book and your entire mm-hmm. family. Call and let us know how things go uh, in the near future, Pat. We'd appreciate that so much. God bless you. Rachel, hang on. We're going to get to you and others here. It's all about relationships on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. What do you want to talk about? Any relationship? 833-288-3986. go ace mckay our producer amazing matt gabinski's at the controls michael mccall is on social media and now we're just waiting for you you can make your comment on social media youtube or facebook jerry and i are waving to you again or you can call matt gabinski there are some open phone lines all about relationships keep in mind that a lot of people are celebrating valentine's day this weekend ahead of ash wednesday which starts lent which happens to be the same day as valentine's
Valentine's Day. So we um, we know that a lot of people have already messaged us and said, you know, what should we do for this weekend? It's also Super Bowl weekend. Wow, packed weekend. So we can talk about that because there's going to be a lot of interaction with folks during this weekend. So please pick up the phone. You still have some time to make your call. You'll get right in at 833-288-3986. That's the number to call to be on the show all about relationships, Jerry. All right. Rachel's been holding patiently in Denver, listening on Sirius XM 130 and a first time caller. Rachel, so glad you picked up the phone and called today. Welcome. I think it was meant to be. Thank you I so think much. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm calling because I have been married 41 years. I have a husband that, um, you know, both of I, we both got married in the Catholic church, but he really, I don't was a white Catholic, really wasn't Catholic. And so as we, um, had children, and now we're retired, and, um, you know, I really go to church a lot, and I pray for him, and he comes with me every once in a while, like Christmas and Easter, but recently, I just, yesterday, I asked him, I said, you know, asked him if he believed in God, he goes, he told me he just didn't think there was a God, and how, how do people know that there is a God, and I got really sorrowful, you know, and I had tears in my eyes, I said, well, how can you say that, you know, so anyway, I tried to explain to him, and he just says, it's just not for me. It's just not for me. And so now I'm at the point where I've been praying for him for a lot. And I'm in women's groups and go to Adoration Chapel and church all the time. And I just am at a loss. And so I just mm-hmm. need prayer. I'll put you in the book, Rachel. May I go first to comment, sure. Jerry? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Rachel, just real quickly, just for uh, so I can be clear about this. Were you married in the Catholic Church? We were. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So you're both baptized Catholics. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Here's just a suggestion if you're open to it, Rachel. What I would do is just, just your husband's, he just, just by the way you're describing it, he just sounds lost. It's not that necessarily he's completely rejecting God. Sometimes people feel so far away from God. They're not in the practice of developing the relationship and deepening the relationship that they just kind of put God on a shelf. They don't really know what to really make of, of, of God. So they just kind of keep him at a distance. What I would say to your, to your husband, because you have this sacrament of matrimony, I would just say to your husband, you know, you know what, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to dedicate the rest of my life um, in, in this marriage because we are married, because the two shall become one. I'm going to take it on and I'm going to, to pray for both of us, to pray for our, our health and our well-being and for our salvation and for our lives and for everything. And I'm going to take it on and it's okay. It's okay. I'm going to take it on because I want to. Cause I, cause I am your wife and, and I can do this. And maybe someday when the good Lord touches you in a way that he, see, I could feel, I could feel the Holy spirit. As soon as I said this, when the good Lord touches you in a certain way and you come around, then it'll be your turn to do that for me because as husband and wife, we can do that for each other. I just would suggest that because I have seen miracles when one spouse will just not argue anymore, not have confrontation, not have any type of, you know, um, just a, a feeling of tension about, about uh, spiritual things or God related things. And one spouse just takes it on and tells the other spouse that they're going to do it because they are married. What do you, what do you say to that, Rachel? I'm just curious your thoughts. I think that's a, it is a good, it's a good start. Cause I know that my husband's had a lot of hurt in his life. We both have, um, you know, and 
he never really had a father. Um, mm-hmm. We were having problems with our children, and <laughs> you know, of course, they blame him and blame me, and it's it's. And then with the world going as it is, he goes, "How can there be a God when all these problems occur?" You know, and and I, um, you know, I invite him to a lot of of uh, ladies groups, uh, you know, Columbus groups, things that we do at church together with all the people that are faithful. But he feels, he goes, tell, he always tells me they're your friends, they're not my friends. And I said, there, and they all see him as a good person, as nice and fun, and but he just recently has, I don't know, mm-hmm. it's just that way. So you're right. I do have to keep loving him, and um, I will propose it that way. I think that's a good, good way to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rachel, I'm just curious. Are there any male family members or, or friends or, I don't even work colleagues of yours or his who are close to God and who are practicing the faith that you're aware of? Oh, that's funny. Um, I, I mentioned that to him. He has a couple of guys he goes out to have breakfast with, and they're mm-hmm. Catholic, and they're our neighbors. Catholics really, they get along well both each other, but, and they always tell him he needs to get cracking, but he just mm-hmm. risen. All right, well, he's got that, he's got that influence there, so that base is, in a sense, covered, even, even if he hasn't really, um, you know, been motivated by their, their faith lives at this particular point. But I would just really encourage you, you know, Rachel, you and your husband, sacramentally married, you're one flesh. That's mm-hmm. a very important reality mm-hmm. right there. You know, um, spouses are called to get to each one, one another to heaven. And St. Paul writes in uh, it's 1 Corinthians chapter 7 in verse um, 13, uh, I'm sorry, verse 14, for the unbelieving husband has been sanctified through his wife, and the unbelieving wife has been sanctified through her believing husband. So Paul is referencing there the, the grace of the sacramental uh, marital bond there that, you know, graces come into a marriage whether or not both spouses are you know, actively, consciously, intentionally practicing their faith or drawing closer to God at a certain point. So please take that as a bit of, you know, hope, I would say, mm-hmm. those words of St. Paul and like Debbie said, you know, just keep on loving and praying your, for your husband. And he's going to come around. You know, the grace of God is so powerful. And Rachel, God is looking upon your heart of love for him and your heart of love for your husband. And God is not going to disappoint you. He will not right. disappoint you in this, in this uh, you know, hope, hope for endeavor of yours to see your husband draw near to God. I really believe that. And Debbie, I know you do mm-hmm. too. So. And I put you in the prayer book, you and your husband. God knows who your husband is. And, and Rachel will be praying as well. And, go, and Our Lady, go to our lady because she is so amazing at at just making sure everything kind of has that that peace and that harmony and it's just it's just beautiful but rachel i think you know by you sharing with us today you said there was no accident to it i i agree we believe the holy spirit is working very fast right now in everybody's lives and and we just have to be open to it and and just go to prayer is very effective right now and and we need to believe in the power of prayer so we're with you rachel okay all right. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate everything yeah. you've told me. I Great. really do. Thank You're you. You're welcome. Thanks, Rachel. Call the program again anytime. And as we like to say, you know, we'd be happy to, you know, to whatever extent you're comfortable, walk this journey with you. You can always email us down the road and let us know, hey, guys, you know, here's what's happening. You know, with my husband, things are going great. We would love to hear, uh, you know, very, very beautiful praise reports because God is always working in all of our lives, Debbie, especially, I think, in spousal relationships in the times that we're living in. 
I completely agree. And if you have a relationship you'd like to discuss, you still have a little bit of time left. You can get right in. Matt Kabinsky's got his um, his finger right on the button there to answer very quickly. He's very friendly. So here's the number. Call in if you have a relationship you want to talk about. 833-288-3986. And Jerry, if I may, for just a moment, I just I have a little bit of housekeeping and I, mm-hmm. I just promised that I would that I would share this with our Take Two family. So um, the Fullness of Truth Conference is coming up uh, the um towards the end of, of February in Alexandria, Louisiana. So please, if you want to um, to come to one of the Fullness of Truth conferences, you're in the Louisiana area, Alexandria, Louisiana, or drive in, you can fly in, you can walk in, please just go to fullnessoftruth.org. We're speaking about uh, the real presence and uh, the science of sainthood. There's a whole lineup of speakers and, and it's going to be fantastic. And then also Aquinas Communications is hosting Adam and I to come out for their event um, the first weekend in March. And you can go to, if you're in Dubuque, Iowa area, go to kcrd-fm.org. But please, we'd love to see everybody. Jerry Jerry and I talk about it all the time. We love to get out there in the community, in the parishes, in the diocese, and meet everybody, you know, shake hands, give hugs, take pictures. We just love that. Right, Jerry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Very much so. So if you have an event, parish or larger that you would like to uh, you know invite Debbie out to me Adam mm-hmm. Bly any of the other EWTN on-air personalities we would love to come out and be a part of that and it is just, it really is life-giving for us and we hope and pray that it is for all of you as well you know Deb we'll get back to the calls in a minute but um, I, I wanted to discuss um, you know the previous caller just mentioned how her husband you know uh, didn't have a good relationship with his father you know mm-hmm. and that just mm-hmm. when she said that I, I it resonated with me so much because I did not either mm-hmm. and it is it is not at all uncommon for especially men I think who have not had a relationship with their father to have um, maybe a little bit more of a struggle coming to understand God as Father and wanting to draw near to Him and really entrust their lives to Him. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Well, y- you know, it's interesting, Jerry. I, I thought I, I was kind of watching your your facial expression when um, Rachel was sharing, and it it's a lot of times when, when people experience a father wound, a mother wound, you know, and they experience these wounds that they carry, they, they don't know how to exactly relate to the divine. The divine becomes very. Uh, it feels strange because it does, because you you we live we we uh, live our lives right, and we are we are encountering people. We're interacting. We're learning about love. We're learning about relationships as we grow, as we mature. And when we don't have certain things in the home, and we don't have certain things that we experience in a, in a in a healthy, loving way, or they've been missing, it's strange when you introduce the divine. Because it's like, well, where do I, how do I feel about this? What am I supposed to feel about this? You know, is this going to feel like what it feels like um, with, with um, earthly relationships? So, you know, do you see where I'm going with this? Mm-hmm. It's a very interesting dynamic. And it ta- and you do need time to explore it and be gentle with yourself. Because it's not such an easy thing to, to jump over and really go, wow, well, God loves me, so I feel fantastic. Mm. It's not necessarily like that. Did you want to comment more on that from your own experience? Well, yeah, from my own experience, it's been a lifetime. You know, at the age of 62, I'm still working on this. And I think, in a sense, we will be for our entire lives just because, 
there's always, you know, there's always de- deeper healing available, and we can always, always, always go deeper in our relationship with God, our Father. So um, I have personally uh, been through a lot of prayer, inner healing. Um, you know, I've been on, you know, counselors' couches before and spiritual direction. And, you know, I just feel like I've made a ton of progress in that area, but there are still little things that crop up in my life, Debbie, where I'll, I'll just, I'll say something or do something and I'll go, you know what? I, I still need a little more, a little bit more healing in that area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, not so he, a bad thing because it's it's, I thing. think the Holy yeah, Spirit's take, just kind of mm-hmm. shining that spotlight on an area where he wants to heal. The Holy Spirit doesn't show us these things to make us, you know, feel sad or, or, or um, you know, hate or anger or anything like that, but rather because the Holy Spirit is saying, let's, let's go a little bit further. Let's go a little mm-hmm. bit deeper here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But see, that's why I think when you, um, God willing, um, finally uh, get ordained and become a priest, you're you're going to have that wonderful pastoral way about you relating to other people. Because as you know, in life coaching, we deal with it all the time. People come to us all the time with these with these wounds of the heart that just you know from from our, their childhood, and um, so I think that's going to be a wonderful addition to your ministry. I think a lot of people are going to gravitate towards you, uh, Jerry, as as when you become a priest because of the fact that you have th- that lived experience and you can really relate to what it feels like, the journey. Hmm. That's important. Um, so so God bless healer. you for that. Hmm? <laughs> the <What>? wounded healer. <laughs> the wound- yeah, there you go. Uh, YouTube, Marianne, we're waving to you. I feel so alone here in my house because my spouse isn't much of a believer and we don't pray together. He never goes to church with me. Thank God that I do have God to go and spend time with. Marianne, that's probably one of the most painful feelings as a spouse is when, you're, when your husband or wife doesn't participate in your, in your um, spiritual life. You know, we only know a person as much as they know God. So we want to tap into the God side of people because we want to understand where they're at with God so we can grow closer. It's a, it's a much more of a, of a deep and unique bond. And when, when one spouse chooses out or or is on the sidelines, it can be very painful. The only way, um, I, I, I have heard from many priests, tell me, tell me, Jerry, what you think about this. I've heard from many priests who talk about this, that they have said the best thing to do is not let it rob you of your peace, keep your joy, love your spouse more than ever, and and instead of um, constantly bringing it up that it causes any any type of conflict, just be at peace and say, okay, you know what? You're not choosing into this right now, but I am. So again, like, like we shared with Rachel, I'm going to take it on for both of us and I'm going to do it because one of us has to do it because one of us wants to keep journeying closer to God. And like Jerry said, the two shall become one. So hopefully you'll bring your spouse along. So I would just say, keep the peace. It's very important. What do you say to that, Jerry? Yeah, for Marianne, I would just say, you know, I would say rejoice in any of the other uh, positive elements that you have within your home with your husband. Um, you, you say he's not much of a believer and you don't pray together that much. Okay, that's fine. That's kind of the spiritual side. We don't want to compartmentalize that because that really should permeate all of our entire lives and, and in our marriages and in our families and in our homes. But if that is not presently the case for you, then um, maybe your husband is you know, a beautiful man in so many other different areas. You know, I would just say give thanks to God for those um, you know, maybe he's a good provider, uh, maybe a good father or grandfather, um, you know, maybe good with the neighbors, maybe, you know, very kind and gentle and loving to you in so many other ways. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping here, Marianne, that these are the, these are the circumstances in which you live. I really do hope and pray and just really 
rejoice, you know, marvel in those things that God has given you, those gifts, and let God, you know, you keep, you keep spending time with Jesus, you know, you say you thank God that you have time to spend with him, spend that time with him, and just go, when you go before the Lord, just say, um, Father, I'm here, I'm here with, I bring my husband, my husband mm-hmm. is with me right here, because you are, as Debbie mentioned again, you are mm-hmm. sacramentally married, we, we presume here, so the two become one flesh, so I, I do that all the time, Debbie, in fact, when I'm, mm-hmm. when I'm in prayer, and I know somebody's hurting. Let's just say, Debbie, you were going through, maybe mm-hmm. remember when you were going through some of your health yep. tests and treatments yes. and all of that? Yep. This is just an example. I would go into prayer in adoration or something, and I would say, Lord, I am Debbie Giorgiani today. I am Debbie Giorgiani. Mm-hmm. I am here to adore you, to worship you, to receive your graces, your peace, your joy, your comfort, your healing. Please give all of those to Debbie right now. Mm-hmm. So, Marianne, when you go into that time of prayer with your husband, say, I am here, and alongside of me is, and mention your husband's name, or just say, Lord, I am, and mm-hmm. mention your husband's name. Those graces are going to go to him, and you're going to see, I really believe, beautiful changes. It may take a little bit of time. Uh, a little bit might pick up a little bit slowly, but there's going to be a day, a day when you get up, Marianne, and you're going to mm-hmm. say, wow, Lord, mm-hmm. you are absolutely amazing. You're going to be praising him for what he's going to do in your marriage and in your home. I agree with that, what you just said. And I used to be able to feel those prayers when I was, when I was unable to go to adoration because I was too weak or, or sick or in treatment. I could feel, I, I knew when Jerry and, and others, even the the take two family, when you guys were praying, I could feel it. And you remember, Jerry, I would call you all the time and I would say, are you, are you praying for me? Cause I could feel mm-hmm. it. And it's so true. You know, uh, there was a wonderful priest I worked uh, for many years ago and he used to take his wedding picture. Um, oh, let me, let me share this first. He's, he was, um, he came in through the Anglican, rite. He's a married priest. Um, he was a married uh, priest in the Catholic church and um, he used to take his wedding picture and his wedding picture was in his Bible. Oh, wow. And he had, the, he had the wedding picture in his Bible. So what do you think about that, of having your picture or the picture of your spouse or your wedding picture? Well, you're taking that person right to the Word of God. You know, Jesus, the Word made flesh, and the written Word is Christ himself. As St. Jerome said, ignorance of Scripture is ignorance of Christ. So, That's yeah, right. tucking somebody away in your Bible like that is really like enclosing them in the sacred heart of Jesus, it yeah. seems to me, you know. so yeah. That's Very a beautiful, cool. beautiful uh, practice to get into. I love that. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to. I, I always, I, you know, I always forget to mention that he, he was a, you know, he came in through the right, and so, because people would go, what, what, a married priest? Yeah, there, there is, there are um, a few that have come in that and are still married. So, um, okay. So, Jerry, fire on the earth. I have to say something about Peter um, Herbeck. I love him and his ministry work always have i've always been a big follower of peter herbeck okay so fire on the earth monday through friday morning uh 5 15 eastern on ewtn radio peter herbeck provides a compelling look at the new evangelization through inspiring teachings interviews and testimonies tomorrow peter's uh insights will be will wrap up the reflection on saint paul's letter to the ephesians about salvation wow Mm -hmm. that's gonna be great one of the great program offerings here on EWTN Radio. And speaking of that, just want to take a quick second. I know you will you will second this and be so eager to share with me. And that is the new show that debuted on Monday, uh, Beacon of Truth, with Beacon our good friend Truth. Deacon Harold Burke Sivers and, mm-hmm. and Ace McKay. Um, you know, I've been I've been able to catch a little bit of the show. I have Sirius XM Radio in my car, so mm-hmm. been able to catch a little bit of that show. And Debbie, 
We have known Deacon Harold for so very, very long and seen his ministry just uh, really grow to immense proportions with God's grace and using using Deacon Harold powerfully. Mm-hmm. So to see him now, uh, you know, a regular part of the EWTN programming lineup, I know it just warms your heart just like it does mine. Absolutely. Absolutely. We just we just love him to pieces. And Ace McKay is doing such a fine job. He's our producer, too. So mm-hmm. we know how how talented he is. So they it's wonderful to listen to them. And I have been listening as well. And we hope others uh, continue to tune in because this is the uh, uh, the uh, debut week. Right. It's just started. Yeah. So we're mm-hmm. yeah, we've only been what a couple of days. If it feels like, you know what, when I hear his voice, it's so, because we've worked with him for so many years, every time I hear his voice, I'm like, oh, I, I just love it. I, can, I feel like I can listen to it every single day. Yeah. You know, so he's a powerhouse of a, of a preacher. Yes, he, he is. Well, we've been talking about all about relationships today on the program today, and just want to, you know, before we end the program, want to let you, uh, the Take-Two family, know that you are in our prayers. We mention that all the time. Every single day, every moment of every day, in particular, Debbie, I think we can promise them prayers for their relationships. Yes. Because, you know, as we hear typically on All About Relationships, it's, it's usually about relationships that need some help in some area mm-hmm. or another. Mm-hmm. And that's understandable. Sometimes we hear about relationships that are going just fantastically well. But we just want to assure the Take-Two family of our prayers because especially when you have to live under the same roof as somebody and really especially when that somebody is your spouse, mm-hmm. you know, we want you, the Take-Two family, to have beautiful, solid, godly, peace-filled homes and relationships. That is really a, a priority prayer of ours. I just wanted to say that. I was sharing earlier that in, uh, Marty, and ha- Marty and I have on the um, entrance of our home, right before you come through the front door, we have the, the plaque that says, as for me in my house, the scripture verse, we will serve the Lord. And I can't, I can't even begin to tell you how many people, you know, comment about that P- delivery people or c- people that come into work to, to, uh, the electrician or the plumber or something. They, they always make a comment. They'll go, do you really, do you really believe that? And we're like, yeah, you know, we really want to keep, you know, a joy filled, you know, sanctuary, a place for us to feel at, at peace because the world is so crazy. You know, just look at the the uh, the news just from today. Um, it's just it's get it's spiraling out of control. And if you, we got to keep our homes are a, a place of safety and, and love and peace and joy and fun, you know, keep the humor. Speaking of humor, I just have to tell you something real quick. Um, by the way, folks can find us at standtalltoday.com if you want a free consultation, life coaching. Um, I, I just have to share a funny because you weren't on the show this week. So I, I went kicking and screaming, Jerry, on Instagram. So I have an Instagram mm-hmm. account, Debbie Giorgiani. Oh, yeah? Wow. I have no picture and no posts. There's nothing there but my name. And so I reached out to the Take Two family, and I have 50 followers now. Wow. I know. Go. They're following nothing right now, but I love it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> that's family, right? Mm-hmm. So no, I just love the Take Two family. No surprise. That's going to grow quickly. You know, another thing I wanted to mention, too, uh, Pope Francis has put out a, a letter today. On, this is the 10th uh, annual um, World Day of Prayer and Awareness Against Human Trafficking. Mm-hmm. And one of the saints we wanted to end the show praying, too, for her intercession to St. Josephine Bakita, also St. Jerome Emiliani. There are other saints whose feast day it is as well. But here in 2024, Debbie and I and the show team, we decided to, we have our powerhouse team that we pray for at the start of the show. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to uh, end each show with the saints or saints of the day. Mm 
And St. Josephine Bikitsa suffered just horrifically as uh, one who was human trafficked as a slave, obviously. Um, one of her owners cut her over a hundred times, I heard one time, and they poured salt into those wounds so that they would uh, heal in a way that there would be permanent scars. And, you know, she finally got free and became a Catholic and, and a religious sister. Uh, so what a, what a great testimony for us today, uh, St. Josephine Bikita Debbie, mm-hmm. and also St. Jerome Emiliani. It was an amazing story of survival. Um, I, read, I read her whole story, incredible. Um, and I actually saw the... Um, the um, what the the documentary on EWTN, incre- just incredible. That's why the lives of the saints, folks. You know, they're worthy of imitation, and and we really need to um, ask the saints to be with us. This is a tough road we're all traveling, but with support, with heavenly support, we can make it together. That's right. Well, it's a big weekend for a lot of reasons, and oh yeah, there's a football game too. I think <laughs> um, that's our topic tomorrow. We've done this before. We're gonna—it's gonna be a little bit lighthearted, but also kind of serious. You know, everything that surrounds the Super Bowl—weeks and weeks of nonstop media coverage and parties and this and that and everything, parades and everything going on—and then there was a football game. So we want to know. <laughs> How much do you get into the spirit for the Super Bowl? Do you have a tailgate? Do you have to throw a Super Bowl party at home? Is the game even meaningful to you anymore? We're going to talk about this tomorrow on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Until then, we want to wish you a beautiful and blessed day. Pray for us, and we're always praying for you. God bless.